Welcome to the future of XYZ. I'm your host, Lisa Grelnick, principal and founder of LVG & Co., an independent strategy consultancy based in New York City. Through quick and candid conversations with innovative leaders, we aim to foster new thinking and explore big questions about where we are as a world and where we're going. Welcome to this week's episode of the Future of XYZ. I'm incredibly honored uh, to welcome two phenomenal designers uh, to the show, Martin Cooper and his wife, Karen Suen Cooper. Uh, you guys, thank you for joining us to talk about the future of gathering. So excited. And Lisa, thank you so much for having us. I mean, it's a mouthful gathering. And um, yeah, we're, well, I mean, you know, gathering is a special moment, and um, and gathering today means so much more than it meant two years ago. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, I think it was really kind of you appreciate things more when you just can't have it. I think that's where what it comes down to. What it comes yeah. down to, and then I'm a huge fan of. Let's take a time to think about things. And as a New Yorker, that hardly ever happens. Yeah. So there's kind of this, um, I'm very grateful for this almost global time of just um, take a pause yeah. and you know, really kind of in your stillness, feel what really matters. Well, it's interesting because of course, I mean, it is, you know, we all know this, it is an incredibly privileged position to have been able to experience the last 20 minute, 20 months as a pause, right? And to have that space. But everyone, no matter whether you're a frontline worker or a refugee, has been put in a distance where gathering and the safety of gathering as we come out of COVID and their vaccinations is newly appreciated. There's mm -hmm. like that is universal, it seems to me. Do you, would you guys agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think for us, that reemergence occurred um, probably around May, when people in different age groups were able to be vaccinated. And you could start seeing your village again without, I mean, you know, I don't, I think we're all traumatized. I, you know, like when you see people, you're, you kind of pull a bit, people. <laughs> <laughs> Friend or foe. It was amazing to me how quickly you'd watch a movie and people would be in an elevator together without masks, and you'd be like, "No, when you can't." No, exactly. Exactly. Basic <laughs> gathering. I mean, I think you know, as we speak about the future of gathering, we're going into a holiday season, which is always that time of festivities and parties. And last year, so much of that was on hold because of being in the throes and the depths of COVID. This will be our first year in two years where perhaps we have some normalcy. You know, I want to get to how you guys are involved in gathering. But for now, what do you see as kind of the upcoming excitement or uh, specifically gathering around the holidays? Um, what do you think it's going to look like and feel like this year? Um, I think very long hugs. Mm -hmm. Very, very long hugs. And, and deep embraces. Deep embraces. Um, simply because... Um, last year, many people took the precaution not to gather. So this holiday season is a reunion like no other. Um, that's 
And so the hugs are going to be long, hang in there, right. <laughs> take a deep breath right. and dive into a really good hug. I have to say, I just got like chills, like imagining on my own family time and my own friend time, you know, I'm going to Europe for the first time in two years. And, and it's just like, oh my God, to see my closest friends and to be able to exactly as you say in two years, give a warm embrace. Just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm giddy thinking about it. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. So I just want to give some quick background because some of the people listening and watching aren't going to know from where you guys come. And I mean, I think it's pretty amazing. You are designers both. You both went to Parsons. You were the first married couple who was inducted into the CFDA or the Council of Fashion Designers of America in the same year. I mean, amazing. I mean, Karen, you, you know, you've had lots of luxury experience, have your own handbag company, Martin, you know, we've obviously, you know, kind of run in similar circles back in my day, but you were the design director at Burberry for 16 years, you ran Bellstaff's, rebrand Land's End, I mean, these are incredible backgrounds that the both of you have, and then at some point in recent years, you kind of like, started redoing a house and building this amazing environment for gathering. And it led to something totally new, which is what you're focused on in large part today. Let's talk about like how gathering in your home base inspired this. I won't say a pivot because it's not a pivot, but the newest adventure. Sure. So, for, so we, so it's, it's, it's a funny story. So we bought a house here in the Hudson Valley. It's a 200 year old house. Um, and within a year, we moved to London, not knowing, we bought the house not knowing we were moving to London. And so Karen was doing the, the GC work back and forth, you know, et cetera. And when we finally moved back, we loved to entertain. Um, the house is the happiest when it's full of people. It, you literally feel it. The house mm -hmm. knows, you know. And, um, and so Karen, you know, is an amazing cook. So she always cooks and she, <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. It's totally not true. And so, and Pax and I always, our son Pax and I always um, set the table and we always use place cards. Um, and you know what a place card is. It's, you know, it's a white card that lets you know where you're supposed to sit. And we're in this black dining room, which is, right behind me, it's all black lacquer, um, completely paneled in uh, antique mirror. And I see, I'm sitting at the table and I'm looking at the backs of everyone's cards and I see white card, white card, white card, white card, white card. And, but I'm in this completely emotive cocoon. And I was like, why does it have to be a white card? You know, so I came to Karen and I said, I have an idea. And um, I thought that instead of it being a white card, why couldn't it be this beautiful, highly curated image that kind of sets the theater of the table? Mm -hmm. um, and so I said, I want to I launch a place card company. <laughs> and, so, and Karen said? Well, um, the interesting... I said, yes, of course, but I think I'm going to just break that yes down into a couple um, couple channels. Um, and the first one is Martin and I look at images 
you know, and this is what we do, but Martin looks at images in his own very special way. That's even like another elevated level. And so um, it was a natural. And then the whole idea though was, you know, how amazing is it to be able to create an entity around your favorite time of day? When you think about it, you're taking meetings, you're like on roller skates all day, right? And you're thinking about, and the thing that makes you smile is, who am I having dinner with tonight? Or what anticipation, right? Of being with the people you want to be with. And it's not to say that you don't work with uh, people that you enjoy working with, but it's the anticipation of meeting. And um, uh, so the whole idea is what if you took your favorite time of day and made that your world? You know, your really, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, <clears throat> so it just like, it's, you know, it's like, um, if you can imagine little cogs, clogs, cogs, clicking, clicking, clicking. And I just thought, um, of course, why not? You know, and the interesting thing about it all is as we thought about it more and more and more, and this is more of a life journey thing, which is if you can find something that actually um, makes everything you've ever learned make sense, mm -hmm. every talent that you've ever had come together within yourself you're a nation of many states I'm very good at numbers or I'm very good at drawing or I'm very good at talking to people you know when you're thinking about how to market yourself let's say in the workforce you know people try to like put you in one lane but you're so many things you're really more of an ocean of talent of all these things that flow into each other and when I thought about this thing that you know I mean most of our friends were like and Karen, what do you think about this? <laughs> a, a what? A what? <laughs> and, but as we were, you know, I think we said yes, like almost yeah. immediately because um, I was trying to create something in my mind. I came to a place in my life where I thought, you know, like you watch a lot of TED Talks, you hear a lot of these language, you know, um, and I thought to myself about the whole, idea of what do I want to do with my life at this point? Like Martin said, we came back from London, you know, and we now have a child and my priorities shifted. And um, increasingly the gathering, if, especially when you're, you know, raising a child, creating these simple but um, very uh, visceral kind of, you know, experiences, become really important. Simple things like going on a play day, having dinner, having lunch, they become really important. As well. I mean, and, and as designers, you see, um, don't let me put words in your mouth, please, but you see things aesthetically, right? And, and there's, especially at the level in which you both have operated, I mean, I think your home, the renovation, the black lacquer, you know, uh, room is testament to how particular you are about that feeling and what you're talking about that I hear Karen is this amazing ability to also apply that to the community that you want to build for yourself and your child Absolutely. right and so right. that gathering is this merging of the aesthetic right. the visceral plus the humans 
Right, right. And the interesting thing is to look at that as a theater because it's an ephemeral performance when people come together and energy is formed, you know, bonds are made. It's, I have, um, it, it's so, there's so many ways to talk about a gathering, but the thing that I want to focus on is that it's ancient. It is a part of our DNA. It's a part of how we succeeded, why we perpetuate, why we um, thrive. And so having, you know, spent our time in fashion, which became more and more ephemeral. We, I've been in fashion from a different time when you actually had time to think about what you're designing versus like, what's new, what's new, what's new, you know? And so it gives you this, um, desire and this hankering for what stays, what remains when all this ephemeral, you know, layer goes away. And we boiled it down to being together, mm-hmm. whether it's Martin and me or with our friends. And so when Martin said, you know, uh, and of course, anything that you do is so marked with beauty, you can never say no, right? How can you say no to beauty? And so, um, impossible and so um when he said let's start this thing it was like um it was like a kind of a a lovely fluffy lightning bolt because the journey of putting this house together which is another podcast in it of itself um it's like when you know the moment all of your um all of your trials and tribulations your triumphs or things that matter to you start to come and line up together around one idea you realize this is a message and when you flow with that message all kinds of adventures open up it's like you know and we have a big thing where we say say yes just say yes and and that's what saying yes to Mr. P is the thing that every day we start to more and more realize how it all makes sense. All the different talents of who we are, you know, me cooking, him, he and Pax writing the place cards, setting the table, organizing, and how we work as a couple. All of our different complementary talents converged in creating this entity we call. And, and, and what is the ta- what is the name of the company? <laughs> the Punctilious Mr. P's Place Card Company. I it's love it. Martin, can you say it without the British accent for everyone else's behalf too? I, I, I can't. <laughs> because, I mean, it really just flows with the Britishisms. <laughs> well, you know what's beautiful? When, when uh, Here's the thing. I always need a little affirmation. And I remember when we were trying to, the thing, it, let me go back. A name makes something real. You can feel something, you know, you can, um, things that are abstract, when you put a name to it, suddenly it becomes real. Absolutely. And so while we were trying to make this thing real, we were kind of tossing around with names and whatnot. And I was, a punctilious was a word that I learned sometime in grade school from one of those, I don't even remember. It's Um, a great word. Well, no one's used it. No one uses the word. I mean, it's a lot of syllables. Let's be honest. You (laughs) tend towards that. I mean, writing it in a text is not exactly convenient. Right. And and that's why it works so well with Mr. P. Exactly. Um, 
So, but the beautiful thing about it is that um, it's an idea that with, you know, casual Fridays and the casualization in the last 20, 30 years of fashion, um, people get confused as to what should I be wearing to this thing or like sometimes rules and I, I don't particularly love rules, but sometimes rules are incredibly helpful. Totally. Well, I remember, so I, I, I love the place card company idea because I grew up in a house where my mom entertained a lot and my mom and dad both worked full time. They worked a lot. I didn't always see them. And when I did see them and I was an only child for eight years, you know, it would be for a gathering, for a dinner party, for a fundraiser, for something. And my mother always, because she came at that old school side of things, always had place cards. Mm-hmm. And she'd make flourishes. And as a kid, she'd make me do the flourishes. You know, Thanksgiving place cards. I mean, I can still draw a turkey on my hand, you know, real quick, you know, because that's how you used to make place cards for things. Yeah. Um, and I and I love the idea of what it can, what you guys said before, it can contribute to this feeling of the table. Instead of looking at the back of a white card in this gorgeous space, it's something more. I mean, what are some of the other elements that you guys believe bring that specialness to a gathering uh, in addition to the place cards what what I mean obviously there's the the mix of people and the and the food but what are those things the highlights that you you know if you think about your favorite gathering so can I pop in for a minute so so a, a friend of mine said this I wish I could take credit for it but I can't if you're a mother if you have a mother from the south you entertain in a completely different way. So I'm from South Carolina, my mother is Southern. And um, and so what does that mean? It means that you have this heightened sense of hospitality. So for two and a half hours or three hours that you're together, that you're gathering, you are entrusted with that person's happiness. Mm. And it's your job to make them happy and to have them leave with a meaningful experience. Right, right. So um, I think it really starts with being gracious and setting the stage for the gathering to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And um, I think it's such a beautiful privilege to be able to alter the reality of someone's day no matter what happened before you arrived to the dinner party, you know when you cross the threshold of a friend's home that you are entering into the inner space, so to speak, that is expressed in rooms and objects and colors and textures of your friend's heart and soul in a way. You know, the the heart is in the hearth, right? And, 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 it's, it's tr- and it's true also, even if it's not, you're not entertaining at home, if you invite people to a dinner party at a restaurant, if you host someone for breakfast at a cafe, if you're a company, right, and you gather an offsite, I mean, the, it's really what I'm hearing is gathering is about how you make people feel or how people feel. Right, 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 100%. Right. That's right. And who doesn't want to be the conductor of that experience? Right. Right. And, and that's, the role, that's the role of the, the host or hostess. Right, right. So you're like the conductor. Right. And the graciousness, I think, that you mentioned that comes 
perhaps from the from the southern hospitality mm -hmm. and and from certain you know generations as well where it was expected i think that we really um refinding this art of gathering right is something yeah. elegant and meaningful in the new world that moves so fast and is so digital and you know where 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 do we where do we land things? You know when we're when we're human connected beings. Right. I think when I think if you I, I love what you just said, and if I could just add to that, and that is, I think with our parents and our grandparents' generation, they gathered because um, it was a social expectation. Today, it's not a social expectation. We're gathering because we have a choice. We're making the choice to gather. And so for, for, for us, that's very, very powerful that we're choosing to spend time with one another. Mm -hmm. We could choose not to spend time with each other. Right. And so the people that we do spend time with, we want to make sure that we elevate them, we celebrate them, um, we honor them. Um, but more importantly, we honor the, 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 the you know, it's almost like you know you're in a you're in a boat and you're you know it's your little group that's you know going through the river of life together. And to add to the um, pandemic mindset, how lucky are you to be able to expect people in your home? Um, so it's ravaged, you know, communities, um, and you know it's. So if you, to celebrate being together is one of the nicest thing about being human, I think. So I have one wrap up question as we finish and I want you both to answer it. And I'm gonna be so fascinated as are our listeners probably, if you guys have the same one, but we talk about gathering being in the human DNA. It's as old as time is the gathering, you know? I mean, man like huddled together for survival and warmth and tribalism and all the rest of it. But like, if you were to go back to a great historic gathering, which one would you choose to be at and why? Oh dear, you go first. So, okay, so for me, just straight off the top, it, it would be somewhere in ancient Rome. <laughs> like some somewhere some kind of you know some kind of naughty uh <laughs> yeah event uh you know i i i would love to 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 be to see that or be a part of that i would expect right. nothing less from the fashion designer <laughs> <laughs> and you know i um before she lost her head um <laughs> I have a penchant for Marie Antoinette and Versailles. It is um, so beautiful. And um, maybe, maybe not so much in the main palace, but in the Petit Trianon, which is like the one bedroom palace that she had. I think those gatherings, they're intimate, but beautiful. That would have been really fun, I think. Um, it's kind of the uh, the bohemian uh, kind of bohemian version of the yeah. of all that formality. Yeah. I I, I like that merging of the idea of this like in it's you know it's kind of the India Awards right like it operates within the grand sphere of the palace you know the Palais Royal but it is separate and apart and a little bit more intimate which I think is what you all have alluded to. Right. 
is the right. intimacy of these gatherings, your, your ship in the sea. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Lisa, before we, before we um, sign off, I would love to talk about one other point. Sure, please. Okay. So, and this is, it's a really integral part of, of how we arrived at this place. So we have a very dear friend, uh, Dr. Max Gomez. Uh, oh, he's a CBS right. uh, medical correspondent. And um, he wrote a book uh, called Cells of the New Cure. And so we went to the 92nd Street wide to see Max uh, talk about his book. So one of the big messages was, we're going to live longer. Right. And we're going to live to be 100, 105, 110. Some argue that the person who will live to be 150 is already has born. already been born. Can you believe that? And so, so it, I nudged Martin in the dark. I said, but they told me to plan our retirement for 80 or 90. What do I do for the 30 years more that we're expected to live? And so we said to ourselves, if you're given another 20 years, 30 or years. 30 years, or 10 years, more than you were counting on, you better do something that you love. Mm -hmm. And so we now call that the joy economy. Right. And we use that as our compass that decides everything for us. If it doesn't bring us joy, we don't do it. It's amazing. I think it's I think it's an amazing reminder, and it's kind of at the foundation of gathering as well. The future yes. of gathering is actually in the joy and in the human connection, uh, whether we live for 50 years, 80 years, or 150. I think right. it's a great point. Yes, live a joyful life. Right. Well, spark, you, you, you spark, what do you say? Spark joy. You know, spark when joy. you feel, you have to feel it. And like being close to that feeling is um, is kind of checking into your compass. Absolutely, um, I would love to continue this conversation. We're we're going to wrap it up on the podcast. Hopefully, we get to continue it. Um, and will you guys let people know where they can find uh, uh, the 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 no? You guys do more now than just I think you know. Um, place cards, but if you could tell people where they can find you. Yes, yeah, so you can find us on our website, uh, which is mrpsplacecards.com. Awesome. Um, and for everyone listening, thank you for tuning in to this week's amazing episode of The Future of XYZ. It is always a pleasure to gather, even if we are digital um, in this context. Uh, please make sure to subscribe at YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts and follow us and Mrs. B's Place Cards at, uh, on Instagram. And we will see you next week. Karen, Martin, thank you for joining us. I look forward to the next gathering. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Future of XYZ. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow Lisa Grelnick on LinkedIn. Visit future-of.xyz or subscribe to The Future of XYZ podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.